Here they come! Hello and welcome to episode 80 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host Eric Moore and today I'm joined by Ian Marchant to discuss the climax of the very first Thunderbirds tale, Trapped in the Sky. Five, four, three, two, one. Thunderbirds are go. Hello, Ian. Hello, Eric. Hello, hello. This is going to be strange, uh, talking effectively speaking, you and I. It is. It's. We, we, I, I, we're just trying to work out when the last time we did an episode. But we've been talking pretty much and Skyping pretty much weekly uh, yes. for the last few months, yeah. haven't we, for Blake 7 in character podcast. So this is going to be odd actually talking about a subject that's not Blake 7. Do you know what? I think we'll probably end up go, delving into Blake 7 here because my brain is now keyed into discussing Blake 7. That'll be the challenge. Let's see if we can actually <laughs> yeah. link it in some way to Blake 7. Yes, yeah, so let's keep let's uh, keep to the uh, the wooden actors rather than the uh, the better non-wooden actors. I've, I've just thought of one. I've just thought of a way that go we on. can get to this to Blake 7. I'll, no, I, I'm, I'm going to say it when we get to it, all right? Oh, good, good. All right. So let's get on with it then. So here we go. Jerry Anderson's Thunderbirds. It, I mean, this this is episode 80. It's taken 80 episodes to get to Thunderbirds, which is a bit of a shocker. Um, it deserved to be on earlier. And this is only our second ever Jerry Anderson show. We've had UFO. And here we are, the second one with Thunderbirds. So, uh, yeah, yes. it's um, <clears throat> it is unusual because Thunderbirds is so... And it, uh, we throw this word around so much, but in this case, it's true. It is iconic, isn't it? This, mm. especially, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure what it's like the rest of the world, but certainly in the UK, every, you can mention Thunderbirds, and every single person you say it to will know it and have memories of it. Might be totally wrong memories, and they're thinking of something else, or they might do the little puppet walk, or yeah. they'll start stuttering at you. And most people might even say FAB, but Everyone knows it. We're we're almost we're into that Dalek. Even when we did the Dalek one years ago, it's um it's almost that, isn't it? That people know Thunderbirds that have probably never seen the show. Mm. And it crosses the generations, of course, because you know um, oh. it had that massive revival, didn't it, in the nineties for a whole new generation that didn't know did. any other it, Jerry it, Anderson things. Yeah, it was um it was huge in the nineties, uh, yeah. unbelievably so. For a short period of time, it was very much a mania again, wasn't it? But it was it was everywhere. I don't know of any other TV show where, when it is just revived, it's just repeat showings, that's all it was. It's not remade, yeah. but repeat showings, and you get a whole new slew of merchandise released yeah, on yeah. the back I of mean, repeat viewings, which is what they did. Yeah, there, there was. I imagine there was probably as many items of merchandise released on the 
the repeat viewing than as there was on the original viewing. Hmm. Yeah. Must apart be. from the apart from the breakfast cereal, because of course now you can't have toys in breakfast cereal, no. can you? Mm. No, you might you might accidentally choke on it. You might die. Yes. Yeah. Even even though the children of the fifties, sixties, seventies didn't die, but yes, we, in uh, the nineties you might survived. die. You've probably got more chance of dying of eating the breakfast cereal than you have of swallowing <laughs> the badge or something, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right then, Thunderbirds then. What is your earliest memory of oh, Thunderbirds I, then? I've I never seen it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know. Um, do you know what? I, this, this, this episode may be long on memories and short on fact. Because I, I was thinking of this. Normally I can track down when I first saw something or when I got into it. But with Thunderbirds, I, I honestly can't track down when I would have first heard of it. Because it, I, it's almost like it's been there from day one. So my I was, trying, so I was thinking, what are my memories as a kid of Thunderbirds? Well, I knew about Thunderbirds. I'm not sure whether it was ever repeated when I was a kid, which is strange, but I certainly knew about Thunderbirds. I had a, a, a dinky Thunderbird 2. Not we all had a dinky. Th- yeah. <laughs> We've had this conversation before <laughs> yeah. when we're talking about dinkies. <laughs> yeah. I, I, ha- I can remember, and looking at photos, I must have been about ooh, four or five. I remember having um, a Century 21 Thunderbird 3 and destroying it in our paddling pool at the back. Absolutely just beating it to pieces. So I remember that. So I, so I knew what that was. I had, I, I obviously, I knew about Anderson stuff. I didn't know whether it was Jerry Anderson because I used to have the. Do you remember the um, Captain Scarlet Action Man you used to be able to get really nice? Oh yes. Well, we're probably a fortune now. And I remember having that and losing his boot while going to uh, school one day, which was. Terribly was that upset. the one that who whose actual um, you know cap microphone could actually come down? That's it. Yeah, it was. I can't remember who made it. It wasn't an Action Man. It was like a knockoff. Yeah, yeah but when you're little, that's huge. Yeah. To a little oh, eyes, it, as, as big as yeah. an action man, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, it was just amazing. But, but yeah, get, so Thunderbirds. I I don't know when I first saw it on telly. I know that we had. Uh, funny enough, the sequence we're talking about today, we had, and I still have on uh, Super Eight, uh, and my dad had it, and uh, it got sort of when he died. It was one of the few things I sort of kept with these few Super 8 films. And so I've got that. And I remember we used to watch it like regularly every sort of every other Sunday. It'd be get the Super 8. This is before video and that. So this was the, you had to make your own entertainment, didn't you, when we were kids? Yeah, but wasn't uh, the Super 8, it, it was highlights. It wasn't, it, it wouldn't have been the full episode. It oh, no, just it bits, was, wasn't it? It was silent because we, ne- we never had a sound <laughs> project. Uh, and it was, I th- it was in black and white and it's about eight minutes long. Yeah, so, so you didn't really have the episode. Yeah. If it's black and white, silent, and eight minutes long, that's not the episode. Well, yeah, that's the episode. <laughs> but so I remember watching it from there, and then the only the, the the first time I can sort of definitely say, pin it down to, I definitely watched it then was the uh, the the horrible um, compilation American VHS films. Some yes. American company. Um, basically bought a load of Anderson stuff and hacked episodes together, added horrible uh, 
special effects, video special effects on, took all the music off. It was a rubbish. But I remember when they came out in like uh, cassette style, you know, audio cassette style flip open cases. Do you remember them? Mm. For oh, yes, VHS? very much so. Yeah. yeah. Very brittle. It used to shatter as soon as you looked at it. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't, I, I, I was meant to, I forgot completely. I was going to go and look and see if anyone kept a record of when these episodes were repeated. I think the, they, I, it would I, have been the early 70s. Yeah, I mean, I, I think all the Jerry Anderson um, uh, Super Mario Nation shows were repeated. I'll put a photo on the Facebook page of there's a photo of me and my brother and my sister, and we're sat to attention in our living room to have a photo taken. And I don't know how old I must have been. I must have been about eight. So this would put it about 1970. And clearly visible on, on the TV in the background is Stingray. So Stingray really? was definitely being uh, repeated yeah. in like 1970, 71, something like that. So I'm sure, yeah, uh, Joe 90 and Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet, they would have all been repeated. So, yeah, you could have seen that at any time, I think, in the early to mid-70s. Yeah. Which it would have been a sort of early to mid seventies. I, I mean, I wasn't born for when they were first shown. I was born sixty eight, so I missed because Thunderbirds was sixty six. I seem to yeah. remember sixty six, sixty seven. Um, so I would didn't see him on the first one. But again, ev- that back that everyone knew about it. So everyone had the dinky, or you know, had access to the dinky. That seemed to be the uh, toy that everyone had. Um, everyone knew. You know, Parker and could do a Parker or Brains impression. Um, everyone played Thunderbirds. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's but yeah, it's, it's, it is a weird one. I can't, I I can't pin down. No, nor my can first I. memory of it. Yeah. I, I I remember. I think thinking back on it, I I I like the show, but um, it was the hardware that I was watching it for. I don't yeah. I don't think I really. Yeah, you, you know, like the characters that much. I was just waiting for the next, you know, bit of peril and for the Thunderbird vehicles to arrive. And that's my abiding memory of watching it when I was little. I remember the crab logger. Yeah. And, you know, oh, and, yes. yeah. And, and, and all the guest craft, all these fabulous guest craft, like, like the Fire Flash that we're going to be talking about today and the yeah. elevator cars. I remember them far more than what that person's relationship was to who and whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I like was... That. I was thinking about this um, just before uh, do, doing this. I was I was sort of jotting down some notes, and one of the things I put was, "Can you describe without describing that they drive Thunderbird X? Can you describe describe the character of the Tracy Boys?" Um. Well, Alan is very annoying. I know that. Uh, he, yeah. He, he was rather insufferable, and. No, they're all. Uh, oh yeah, and Gordon was they're, a bit wet and boring. Well, that's because that's because he was in Thunderbird Four, wasn't he? Oh, was that, that, yeah. <laughs> God, you I made the a joke. Didn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, they 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 are they're bland, aren't they? That that yeah. People didn't tune in for that. I I, I think the, the the memorable characters are Lady Penelope and Parker, aren't they? You know. Yeah, but if if someone said, "Can you describe Parker?" You'd say shifty. Uh, conniving, Weasley, a bit cowardly, Cockney. So lots of, but the the actual the sort of the the stars, as we want to say, of the show. Yeah, boring as hell. Mm. Scott is stoic. Yeah. John is distant. Literally. Well, he's in space. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're not. If if you think to other uh, Anderson shows like Stingray and Stingray, Troy Tempest phones. Mm. 
great characters. Yes. Um, Fireball XR5, you know, great characters. Thunderbirds, you're, you're absolutely right. The, 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 the mech took over, didn't it? They were the, the stars. You say, yeah. say, say that, that the, the, the children, the Tracy boys were the stars. They yeah. weren't. It was the hardware that was the stars. Yeah. I you think. know, like I say, ev- everyone knows Thunderbird 2, everyone knows Thunderbird 1, Thunderbird 4, Thunderbird, yeah. you know. But show them a picture of Scott and say, who's this? Hmm. They, you know, they were, you wouldn't, I don't think the same recognition factor there. Um, that also brings back that, that, it's just flashed through my mind that another memory, this is what it's going to be. It's like just rambling old memories. <laughs> do you, do you remember when, um, I, I was at a model engineering exhibition in, oh God, that must have been like very early eighties. Um, did you ever go to them in, uh, Earl's Court? Yes. Uh, no, Alexandra Palace. Alexandra went... Palace. That was it. Yeah. yeah Ali yeah. Pali. Um, yeah, really good show. Uh, and it was sort of the, about the only time you would ever see sort of sci-fi stuff modeling that. I mean, I, it was well before like modeling clubs that I knew about and things like that. And I remember going there and Comet was there and it was the first time I ever uh, met Tony James. I uh, met him on Sunday. I forgot to tell you at small did you? he was there. He's yeah. still alive. He is. Mine is, I, his moustache has died and dropped off, but uh, oh. he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Um, and the first thing I ever purchased off him was the Thunderbird 2 and the elevator cars. Uh, um, the EMI. EMI kit. I thought, yeah. And I remember I was carrying it under my arm, and it was like, oh, my God, this Japanese kits, you can buy them here. It was just amazing. And I was at <laughs> it under my arm. And um, Matt Irvin was there, and he came over and said, can I have a look at the kit? <laughs> And it's like, oh my god, uh, yeah, and that's so Thunderbirds. It brings people together. Yes, <laughs> that's a great story. That yeah. is a really good story. Oh. Okay, uh, yes, Thunderbirds. Uh, that my my other question for you before um, I set this off is, uh, can you rank your top three Super Mario Nation shows? Ah, Super Mario Nation. Interesting. So, All right, no, 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 no. All right, change that. Jerry Anderson shows. Yeah, well, I think Space 1999 is my favourite Anderson show. Um, I, I do, I like Captain Scarlet. Um, I, it had this. This is a, uh, this is a difficult one because again, I like Thunderbirds for the craft. I do find the episodes just a little bit boring now. mm Hmm. Which I don't know, you know, that might be sacrilege, but I do. If I'm watching the Thunderbirds, I'm a little bit heavy on the old fast forward button. And um, you're fast forwarding through all the character bits, yeah. aren't you, to get to the yeah. hardware? That's what it is. Exactly, yeah, yeah. That that is exactly it. You you it gets to a character bit, and it's like, oh, fast forward. Oh, Thunderbird mm. one. <laughs> Rewind just it, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It and that's so. It would be ah. Oh, d- I mean, we're talking about Thunderbirds, and I feel I should put it in there. But you know what? It probably wouldn't be in my top three. It'd be uh, Space 1999, um, Captain Scarlet, and then I must have—I've been—you've got me onto UFO. Hmm. That's gone up in my estimation. Thank you very much. Something else to right. fill in <laughs> my done. time with. Yeah, job done. So I'm enjoying that. But I—I I would think probably uh, Stingray. All right. I—I—I right. I, I find Stingray hilarious. I don't know whether it's for the right reasons or the wrong reasons, but I actually find it 
funny and it i i'm i i think it's meant to be funny and i think that works i like stingray and i love stingray the craft so yeah i think i prefer the half hour shows isn't that weird yeah i mean thunderbirds yeah it, it does drag on a bit doesn't it mm, yeah because mm, mm. it wasn't the wasn't the first so many episodes were filmed half hour shows Is yeah that it was, right I yeah and it was lou grade who said this is terrific yeah. uh make it an hour a show yeah, it I was wonder... meant to be half an hour, like all the others. Yeah, which I think would work brilliantly. Yeah. I wonder if the, if anyone's gone through and worked and sort of pulled out the bits that were added and whether that's all the character stuff. I wonder if on YouTube people have, you know, cut out all the character bits and just oh, you can I, watch each yeah. episode, just the hardware. I imagine so. I mean, there's I'll people on YouTube that, that edit all the fight scenes out of the Marvel films and just put together a, like, 10-minute version, don't they? It's... <laughs> Very, some very strange people on YouTube. Uh, visit my channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a plug on our site. Um, now, the other thing I was going to mention is every show, every Super Mario Nation show, um, when our children were little, I tried introducing them to when I when they were the appropriate yeah. age for Super Mario Nation, say about five or six, something like that. And all three children had the same result. They just found it scary. They just each one of I really? can kind of understand. Yeah, I can understand it with Fireball XL Five because the size of those puppet heads, they, yeah. they 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 could be considered a bit grotesque, couldn't they? You know, but even up to Captain Scarlet, when you had you know far more in proportion puppets, um, they they just found them all scary, and they fi- found it very puzzling that puppets would be smoking. Yeah, it is. It is weird. Some of the. Uh... The bits that haven't aged well, I don't. No, the smoking definitely yeah. hasn't. Yeah, I don't hold it against them because it's no. it's a product of its time. But yeah, that is it is weird to see that. Um, yeah, that, but that puppets I've, are smoking. Yeah. yeah, but I thought of a, a maybe a reason why you know you, me, and um, everybody our generation fell in love with these shows, and they just found it a bit unsettling and scary. Is that you know, the difference between them and us is that when we were their age and when we were growing up, you know, we, on on television, you had a culture of puppets on TV. I mean, you had Andy Pandy, you had... This is true, like, yeah. Ken Dodd's Diddy Men, didn't you? You had Michael Benteen's yep. Potty Time, you had Basil Brush and all this type, you know, Pipkins and all this. You know, you, you children's TV was rife with puppetry and the appeal of the Jerry Anderson shows was it was puppetry but very sophisticated puppetry compared to all the rest wasn't it yeah that's that's a really interesting point you're you're right that a lot of our entertainment growing up was puppet based Mm. i wonder why do you remember when when they used to be light entertainment shows and variety shows they would always put on a punch and judy show as well so yeah we even had punch and judy on tv as our entertainment and and also of course (laughs) I, I can remember every time you ever went to like a, a summer fair or anything like that, there was a live Punch and Judy. You don't get it at the seaside yeah. now. We go down to yeah. Mar- Mar- Margate now because of the high-speed ra- rail link. Margate is about a 40-minute train drive, uh, tra- train ride now. And yeah. they've reopened Dreamland and everything, and it is retro, 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 retro. But down on the sandy beach, you don't see a Punch and Judy thing. And I'm thinking that's political correctness because, yeah, the character of Mr. Punch, uh, you know, um, yeah, he's a bit of a dodgy character. And I think maybe that's what it is because, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it could it could be that it's I mean, but a lot of our 
a lot of our fairy tales and that growing up were oh, very yeah, dark, weren't well, they? Grimm, very, yeah. Grimm's fairy tales were grim, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, very grim. Um, perhaps we were just harder than your Namby Pamby kids today. That's what it is. Kids today are Namby Pamby. I'm going to tell them that. Yeah. In a minute. I'm going to go upstairs and say, yeah. Ian said, you're hey, Namby Pamby. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, all if right. they come after me, I'm just going to dress as a puppet. So. <laughs> I'll put on my full-size Hartley hair outfit that I keep in the bedroom. Oh, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> or Mr. Punch. Hartley Jum- hair. He used to scare me. He was Hartley scary. He, he was freaky. Yeah. He was. I loved he, him because he was such, he was a rapscallion, wasn't he? He was. He was. He was really... sort of like Kenneth Williams, yeah. really yeah. gone to seed, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with Terry There's Thomas. There's a picture for everyone. Yeah. 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 Mixed yeah, with Terry a Thomas. Bit of Terry Thomases. Yeah. A, 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 a wicked, dastardly man, but you couldn't help but like him, yeah. Oh, we're going to have to do Pipkins on this show we're at some to, time yeah. to see the feedback. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough waffle. That's, that, that's half an hour of waffle. Let's get into this sequence, shall we? Excellent. We All, right, let's have, let, all right, let's have the clip. Fireflash, now one mile from threshold. Start tracking. Mobile control. FAB. Fireflash 500 yards from threshold, airspeed 120 knots. Increase to 105. 105. FAB. Before we start the sequence, I just thought we would just have a little natter about the opening titles to this show. Yeah, um, iconic again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I use that word a lot. Uh, I mean, everyone's ripped them off, haven't they? That you can. I mean, they use Thunderbird stuff in advertising, lots of teleadverts, things like that. And as soon as you hear that music, mm-hmm. you're 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 pulled into this. It's sort of it's. It's almost in hardwired into, I think, our psyche, isn't it? And that's that starting sequence, which is, was that the first of the showing clips from the episode? Type? I think it was. I yeah. think it was. But that's no, revolutionary, it, really, isn't it? it? It was revolutionary, and and technically, it's brilliant. If you study yeah. that, the way that they've done that, because you've got the bombastic, you know, five, four, three, and then you know you have the, you know, the. The, the montage which is edited to perfection the yeah. uh, the montage of coming up this episode um and then we get into you know the classic reveal of all the craft and you know watching it now with effectively speaking eyes i love the way each craft that you see you have an extreme close-up of it don't you and even yeah. in extreme close-up the model work on them is so good that you're you're, you're zoomed in right on a, like a panel line or a deck yeah it 
I mean, we always used to, as kids, we always used to play the guess what craft is. I mean, it sounds stupid now because you know it's the same craft each time yeah. they're in order. <laughs> but back then it was like you would try and guess, that, what, what's that? Oh, it's Thunderbird 1. Mm. What was weird as well is um, typical of a lot of uh, of Anderson shows, but m- more so in Thunderbirds, is the fact that they had lots and lots of different size versions of each craft. And the it, they're all different to each other. I mean, I... I, I when I was building my Thunderbird 2, um, I, I was building the large in my Thunderbird 2 uh, about a year or so ago, and I thought, I'll go online and I'll get some. And it's it's horrendous trying to get any consistency. It's like, what version do I build? And it's things like completely different color greens in, mm. in the episode, different um, numbers on the side, you know, different fonts, mm. different way it's laid out. Different, like you say, some of them have got amazing panel lines, some haven't. Um, and these photos at the, on the, 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 the start where it sort of, uh, and at the end it zooms in, then at the start it's the blurred shot, yeah. which I love that. I love the blurred shot and then it boop, comes into focus yeah. and shows the, the, the boring characters. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the, the photos I use at the end are, I'm presuming the biggest scale models yes. they have. Yeah, because you're right. Up to the, that. the level of detail is, is amazing. It, it, even now, you know, on yeah. on my big fifty inch, you know, TV, you know, yeah, it, it, they hold up absolutely perfectly. They really, really do. Yeah, it's. I mean, the because the, they they've just released the Blu-ray set, haven't they? Of, yeah, I've got to get it. I haven't got it. I've yeah, I haven't old. got it yet. Because um, the DVDs look amazing, and I'm thinking, yeah. And until I see the Blu-ray set cheap, I, I'm okay with my DVDs. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, I'd like. I would like to see it in uh, full HD. I think that would be uh, that would be good. Yeah. All right. So, um, before the sequence that we're going to talk about has started, the hood, there, the you know, the Thunderbirds' nemesis. Um, yes. He's he's fixed a bomb to the undercarriage of the Fire Flash, this uh, revolutionary new passenger plane that that goes six times the speed of sound, and yeah. Th- Watching it today, you know, it's like that is number one. It's an amazing design, this plane, and number two, that's a brilliant bit of model work as well. Yeah, it's um, it looks like it. I, I won't say any of the effects in Thunderbirds or any of the Supermanations look what I would class as real. You wouldn't you wouldn't mistake them for you've gone out and filmed these. I don't think. I certainly don't think that's the case but they have i think their charm is because they they are model work and they you know their model work and you'll never ever they're not trying you know when Derek Madden used to do like the james bond stuff and he would try and make it look blend in as if it's real life and yeah. this isn't this is this is this has got something that gives it a charm but the yeah the, the fire flash it looks like it looks like a real plane yeah it's yeah it, the design looks really good um, you can't say the same about uh, the hood's bomb, which always looked like a bean tin to me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I, it's, I, it's and maybe that tinny. is what they used. I mean, you know, Derek Meddings and Alan Shubrook and all that. You know, they that they, they pioneered the use of going down to Woolworths and and buying you know lampshades and turning them into things. I mean, you know, Captain Scarlet is you know infamous for the the Mistron City in the very first episode. You, if you look at photos, you've got colanders and all sorts of things in yeah, there. Yeah, well, the, the, the iconic uh, lemon squeezer 
in oh, Thunderbird in, 1's th- launch bay, yeah. Launch bay, yes. Which yeah. once you see... You, you can't, can't unsee, can you? Your, your, your oh. eyes drawn to it. But no, I yeah. like this fire flash. I, I like the fact that, you know, the, the cockpit is in the tail, you know, and, yeah. you, you know, the wheels are on the very end of the wings and all this sort of thing. It's very, very um, ahead of his time, Derek Meddins, working on a lot of this stuff. Um, like the, the fact that Thunderbird 2's got sweep forward wings. Yes. Which... You know, it's now you you get planes with swept forward wings. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fire flash is good. I love the fact that the uh, the the pilots and the ground control staff are so stiff upper lip Brits. Oh, they they, they are they are RAF, aren't they? They're World War Two RAF. Yeah. Especially the guy with the tash. He's in so many yeah, of he's... these shows, and he's exactly the same in every. They must be all be related. All these guys that you see. I think. Yeah. I think is and and weirdly, I suppose. The 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 classic World War Two RAF pilots would have would have gone on to work in civil aviation, wouldn't they? So yeah. perhaps in the sixties you did see the uh, you know the uh, the the cliched uh, Battle of Britain style pilot pilot in your plane. I I like the idea of the the those very men sitting down with their children to watch Thunderbirds and yeah. effectively watching themselves. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with their kids again. Peter, did you ever have a bomb on your plane? <laughs> well, was it made out of had many bean cans. Bean can, yes. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, there it is. It takes off. Um, it's on its maiden voyage. On board is Tintin, um, the, uh, um, who is... There's a connection is... between her and the bomb. Hmm? Do you think there's a connection between Tintin and the bomb? Sorry. Could be. Could be, yeah. But the bomb's going to go off, isn't it, if the undercarriage uh, is yeah, this deployed? Is, this is speed almost, isn't it? <laughs> a few yeah. years earlier. <laughs> except except years the puppet's earlier. acting's better than Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they're a better quality of wood than uh, um, yeah, Keanu guess. Reeves. Yeah. And they've also got a problem with radiation because they need to land. Yeah. Yes. Well, Terry the Nation didn't like this, did he? Um, well, he, thought he was probably watching it, and that's what scared him. Yeah. Oh, I forgot my Blake Seven uh, uh, reference earlier. Um, oh, talking about Terry Nation. When it takes off, I'm sure they use Jetex. Well, yeah, the, that's, yeah, yeah, they would have done. And of course, they use that. We've talked about this in Blake Seven in character. Um, you know, all those years later, in like '77, '78. Yep. Still Ian Schoons, who was a protege of Derek Meddings on the Super Mario Nation shows, was still all using Jetex in Blake Seven. So there, there you are. I got it round to Blake Seven. There you go. Yay. Mm. Yeah, but all of this, it's a ploy to get international rescue to come out so the Hood can learn their secrets. It, the Hood's a bit of a buffoon, isn't he? Yeah. What's <laughs> his plans? So he he thinks that by taking photos of of the front panels of things and from outside, that gives all their secrets. <laughs> he's, an, he's an idiot. Can you imagine him? It's like going, going to Russia and saying, I have photos of their latest computer. I don't know why he's French suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> Have photos of your latest computer, um, and they say, "Oh, let's have a look at them." Have you got any of the circuit boards or the circuit diagrams? How does it work? No, but it is red. <laughs> yeah, he's an idiot. He is an idiot. I love the fact when he's planting that bomb, he's wearing a mask to disguise himself that looks exactly like him. He's yeah. wearing a latex also, mask that looks who, like him. Who's going to recognise him? <laughs> yeah, this is very true. This is his first yeah. outing as the yeah. hood. They're not going to yeah. get always oh, hood, you know. Yeah. Mr. Glowy Eyes. Um, yeah. yeah, I 
I wonder, do you reckon in the original half hour, the hood wasn't even in it? Do you reckon that oh. that's one of the added in bits? That could, yeah, because you could cut that whole yeah. bit out and it wouldn't yep. affect the story, would it? I think yeah, I think you've I hit think... on it. I think you've hit so, on so it. Ba- so it could have been in the original half hour. It was just that their undercarriage wouldn't come down. Yeah. Nice, simple. Yeah, I wonder if that is. Whether, whether the hood just owes his entire... Because he does feel tacked on, doesn't he? Now that, now yeah, he's that at I'm the beginning. That, yeah. He's fiddling with the plane and then he's there at the very end. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. Could mm. be. Yeah. We should have researched but, this, shouldn't we? Yeah. But as you say, he's already been into Thunderbird 1 and, um, yes. you, you, you know, he's taken off with the photos um, and you've got Lady Penelope in pursuit. i tell you what I always find startling in these shows, and it happens in Captain Scarlet as well, is you have this, like, Jerry Anderson version of the future, you know, um, and it is very futuristic or it's the 60s idea of what the future's going to be and, and that's all well and good. But every so often they'll drop something in that is so real world that you go, A, and in this case, it's when uh, John, no, not John, Scott says uh, he's on the M1 heading for Birmingham. That's yeah. not very futuristic if you say somebody's on the M1 going to Birmingham, is it? No. It, also, it, they, had, they, they had this world vision, a bit like the um, original Avengers show, where there's no, no one's about. Is it? Yeah, the, no, the, the roads, roads are deserted. Really yeah, but they empty. were back in the 60s. That, I mean, if That's, you look yeah, at I footage, right. yeah. yeah, 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 of, not so much London, but even London, you, you know, it's not so bad. But yeah, you look at footage in the 60s of, you know, uh, towns, there's hardly any cars around, you know? And, That's, you yeah, know, right. and yeah, if, I, if you watch like Randall and Hopkirk or, you know, uh, um, the Champions or anything like that, when you see footage of, of London, yeah, you've got a few cars there, but it's not gridlock like it is now. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true, actually. I, I never really thought of that. Yeah, motorways as well. When you see motorways yeah. as well, there's hardly anybody on it. Yeah. Because mm. the, 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 none of these plans would have worked if it, they had the traffic that they got today, would they? They just they wouldn't get very far. <laughs> It'd still be trying to get. I mean, when when we go to Heathrow or Gatwick, you're spending two hours to get out of the flaming car park. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the hood's escaping. Don't worry. We got a couple of hours. <laughs> we'll wander over and get him before he gets to the barrier. All right. Well, Thunderbird Two has landed as well. And uh, and it's deployed from its pod, you know, the fabulous master elevator car. I love these elevator cars. I I, I love the designs of them. I love the uh, the actual practicality of them. I, I love the way they've made been made and everything. Brilliant. Yeah, I love the the bit. I was watching this clip and the bit that me, that sells it to me is the fact that their their suspension and their movement is so saggy. Hmm. Which gives them makes them feel huge. Yes. Whereas you look at a lot of other model shots and other stuff, and like you'd see a little car coming out. There's there's no there's no suspension movement. There's no uh, sort of movement as it's turning. It's yeah. So yeah, this looks this looks like it's a massive, great big vehicle. Yeah, but also in Thunderbirds, they were. They they had that in Thunderbirds as well because you know Derek Meddings very often for especially for the city scenes and everything it was all to the scale of matchbox cars wasn't it yeah. because because you could go to Woolworths and you could buy your matchbox cars repaint them dirty them down because they didn't have any suspension no it was only the big like hero vehicles that got that yeah. wasn't it yeah. yeah and it it looks good 
I, I do wonder how um, uh, Virgil's controlling these vehicles. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this. He's got to drive his own and control yeah. the, the the one either side of him. Yeah. So he's got, he's got those two like large hoops, yes. one each side, and I'm thinking they must be controlling the two. Uh, robot cars, radio control are the, are the, cars. Are they hoops off of like a wheelchair? Because that's what they look like. Yeah, looks like it. Could well be. Would have been about the right size, I suppose. Hmm. But and then is he controlling his vehicle with his feet? <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. It's know. um. It's probably why he crashes. Yeah. You say about the suspension. The other thing that that these these shows were brilliant in doing to actually help sell it as well is sound design. You know, yeah, when oh, they come big, out and you've big, got the, yeah. the, the, the big truck um, engine noises, as well as, as you yeah. say, the sagging of the suspension. It, yeah. If you watch that and silence... And exhaust coming out as well. You've yeah. Got of the exhaust coming out the yeah, weirdly yeah, yeah, the yeah. side of the vehicle. But, uh, yeah, it, the, other, the other thing I was thinking about as well with this was, um, what are they made for? What, what other use have these elevator cars got? Well, that you presumably, would put so much effort and money into making as a as a as a rescue vehicle because no, this is no, the no. first. Yeah, I, I I've thought of an answer, right? Oh God, they're called elevator cars, right? Yeah. I reckon that platform, you know, that the fire flash flash eventually sits on, elevates, goes up, right? So it's like so a, a, a platform that goes up. Cherry pickers. Yeah, it's a it's a whacking great big cherry picker. So if somebody is like stuck on a roof and the house is burning, you just bring your elevator car along, whoop, up it goes to the roof, and they just step on it. Yeah, that's what yeah, I reckon. Yeah, it's that's for. good. Good work. Why else is it called it. an elevator car? Why do you uh, call it an elevator car if it doesn't yeah, elevate? Don't they don't yeah, elevate. That's true. Yeah, I might be wrong. Why have they got three of them? Well, they got four actually, and there might that's be a fifth true, yeah. in there as well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, so, yeah, Virgil is in the master one, and all three line up on the runway in a triangle formation uh, with Virgil in his master car at the front. And the crash tenders, as the uh, the guy in charge calls them, are sent out. Again, you know, great designs. Um, often yeah. they are modified toy vehicles, but they look terrific. These these elongated red fire trucks. Great great siren noises as well, aren't it, that we yeah. don't... Again, again, that things have changed so much since the 60s mm. what would have been you would have, it now sounds so retro doesn't it that the the siren noise you just that you is a 60s that siren yeah. noise yes yeah. definitely yeah um so right here we go when the fire flash is one mile out we, we haven't said that the, the, the plan is the fire flash is going to land without deploying its undercarriage haven't we? yeah well they can't they can't belly flop it down can they because the nuclear reactor the yes. bomb would go off the nuclear yeah. reactor would explode london would be uh radioactive mutants would be wandering about oh horrible things yes yeah, yeah. you can't have that so yeah that, that, that they're going to try and plop it down on these three elevator vehicles and when the fire flash is one mile out virgil starts the engines and again sound design that really you know kicks yeah. in when he starts them up and as the fire flash arrives, it tries to marry up with the elevator cars, which are now moving. Um, bit, it's a little bit painful watching it on my big TV. You can see the wires on the, the uh, wings 
of the fire flash yeah. as you're Although, looking down on top of it. Yeah, to be fair, if you're watching Thunderbirds and you're going to worry about seeing wires and strings, mm. probably not the show for you. It's what we've been saying time and time yeah. again. When you're doing podcasting, you look at it differently to, you, you know, do, even, yes. yeah. even if you, yeah, 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 not not just, you know, when you were little and watching it, but, you know, yeah, if you just watch this episode without thinking about the special effects, yeah, you wouldn't have noticed it, would you? No, and also, if you do notice it, your brain, this is what I'm saying, so it's not realistic as such as, because if you're watching, like, um, something that's meant to be realistic, and you notice a string, or you notice it's dodgy CGI, you're immediately drawn out your your the reality is shattered but with this you see the strings and that almost reinforces the believability of it because you're you know it's a puppet show yeah I, you I, just I think that yeah anyway. you just see yeah. the effects of the puppets you're not you're not thinking realistic because it's not realistic because you're like exactly, watching yeah. puppets so it doesn't ruin it for you when you notice a whacking great string on it no no you're just taking along with the charm of it aren't you yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the fire flash, as it's lined up above the elevator cars, um, Virgil tells them to cut its engines, and it drops onto the elevator cars, but number three goes out of control and crashes. Um, yeah. How long is this runway? It's a very long runway. Very yeah. long runway. Indeed, yes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's quite a good crash. Good old Derek Meddings. He likes yeah, crashing it... things and, and blowing things I... up. Yeah. Again, really nice film from a low angle. Filmed in slightly slow motion, so it gives it a bit of heft. Yeah. Um, and a, it, it, it's really... He, he used to blow things up nicely, didn't he? Oh, he, he knew his stuff, he that king guy. Of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You compare he, it to, like, um, Doctor Who effects of the time, and they were... Blo- there's, no, there's no comparison, is there? No, no. When you think, yeah, yeah, if this is 66, I mean, we're Patrick yeah. Troughton era Doctor Who now, aren't we? And, and yeah, the, you, you can't compare the two, special effects-wise. No. Doctor hmm. Who couldn't afford to blow up a balloon, let alone a, an <laughs> elevator car. <laughs> but it's a good job it was remote-controlled, because, yeah, that's quite a crash. Um, and it's yeah, also it's a, a good, good job. job. Virgil's, yeah. You're yeah, right. and it's a good job they've got a spare in the pod, because out comes uh, elevator car had... number four. Yeah, what are you going to do then? Yeah. Yeah, say, so, oh, well. See you, yeah. lads. Yeah, so they go for a, a, a second time with a second approach. And I like the way it didn't work first time. You know, they're, they're not um, infallible, these uh, these Thunderbirds guys, you yeah, know. Yeah, and that, that may be uh, uh, sort of a, a result of padding it out or something like that. Mm. But it, it it adds to it. It's not... It's not an instant win. It ranks mm. up the tension. Yeah, yeah. So Virgil and the other cars line up. I, I like all the way through this. And this is the very first episode of Thunderbirds. But we're getting tons of FABs all over the yeah. place in here, aren't we? I mean, Carl, oh, blimey, this is swinging 60s, isn't it? FAB, everything's fab, yeah. you know? <laughs> FAB, yeah. FAB. It's, uh, and it, and that, that's brilliant, isn't it? Anderson was great at these... Uh, these little catchphrases and acronyms and that. I know FAB isn't an acronym, but and people have tried to work out over the years, haven't they? Like, yeah. What does it stand for? Um, this is brilliant because kids love it. You can, in the playground, you can just say that you know, PWR FAB. FAB. Captain Scarlet say, "Ouch." <laughs> 
But yeah, the, the, the cars are lined up. They're all ready. And I like Virgil's stern face. I mean, this is um, an, another attraction for uh, Super Mario Nation is each character had more than one puppet head. Yes. So Virgil's got his stern face on at this bit as he's concentrating. I always um, remembered when... Do you remember Terrafox? Mm. When that came out. And um, it was a huge step backwards in puppetry and everyone it was always the same face and but yeah with the the classic super marination and and um captain scarlet yeah it they could put on a new head a new face and it it again just flesh these little characters out that you 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 get invested in them yes and like beads of sweat and that they would put on them yeah 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 it just makes it Brings it out for you, doesn't it? Which it's good, nice little touch. I mean, the, the amount of effort that went into these programs is mad. It distinguishes it from all the other yeah. things that are around at the time. You can see why it had yeah. the impact that it did. You know, you totally yeah. You can. can you can see yeah. You can see why it, it did, and you can see why it, it lives on. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. um, it's demeaning to call it a children's show, isn't it? I think it's a family show. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing childish, really, no, about or childlike about, about it. It's got a charm yeah. to it. That's what it yeah. is. It's a charm. But no, no, no corners have been cut. No, you know, yeah, no occasionally, you, 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 yeah, but occasionally you'd get some stupid joke, usually at Alan's expense, with the comedy music over the top of yeah. it. Occasionally, but you know, by and large, no. No. Yeah. That, well, that... It, it, yeah, it suffered from what we've we've discussed this a few times on other things, isn't it? The the last scene funnies, the yeah. end of the episode. Yeah, you're right. It did suffer from that a bit, and it was usually yeah. you're right, Alan or Parker or Parker. It's the sometimes the brains. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, yeah, one mile away, off they go again. They start up, and we get great close-ups of the elevator cars, and they really do hold up to scrutiny. I mean, I um, the, the the size of them. Oh God, how much? They've got to have been about like two feet long, you know. Yeah, I reckon. I think the wheels are, were commercially available wheels. They, that, that's what they tended to do, didn't they? They they yeah, very often would start to the with a scale chassis. of what they could get. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Which this is would sensible. have been. I mean, we've all done that, haven't we? We all when we build stuff, you find yeah. one part that's difficult to make, and, and then, then you think, from ah, yeah, I'll I'll scale it to that. Yeah, and very often, and this is the case with these elevator cars, it's like it's a radar-controlled car, you know. That's why it's yeah. got suspension. If you get a radar-controlled car, you've already got suspension built in to begin with. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, off they go. And as the fire flash arrives for this last time, in comes the music. Up until now, we've had no music. But Barry Gray's music comes in, this urgent music, you know, and it's just terrific, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, you you were saying about sound design. Yeah, I think a big shout out to Barry Gray as well for adding so much mm. to Anderson shows, but especially Thunderbirds. The the music is, is brilliant. I love the way it just comes in all of a sudden. Yeah. As soon as you see that fire flash from the top and it's coming down, in comes the music and it's like, right, yeah. this time it's happening now. They've got to do it now. Yeah, it uh, it it focuses your mind beautifully, doesn't it? And this yeah. is, I like so I say I um I didn't watch the whole episode for this. I just went to the 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 last bit. But you are drawn into it, and you are you you you've seen it so many times, and you know and exactly, you know what's going to happen. 
Yeah, but you are but drawn in. It's so well directed. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fire flash cuts its engine down; it plops, and uh, they're told to reverse thrust. Um, and the yeah. elevator cars start to wobble with the strain. And uh, again, it's realism. Again, you know, the tires start to burn. And, yeah, start uh, to burn. Ver- and burst. Yeah, I like Virgil's line of "We're frying brakes down here." Yeah. Um, He's calm under pressure, old Virgil, all the way I, through this. He, he, he doesn't scream. He doesn't cry for his mum like I would do, yeah. you know? He just gets I, I always liked... He was always, like, my favourite of the brothers. Um, I, I always found Scott a bit po-faced. Yeah. But I always, I always liked Virgil. I like Virgil. I like his it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Virgil. I like his craft. I like the way he gets into his craft. All those three. Yeah. All, all those three things. Yeah. He's he's got the best craft, the best uh, sequence, stock footage sequence of going into the craft. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did he ever go to Thunderbird Five, or he's just too important? I to don't go remember. I don't remember. The only yeah. thing that I don't like about Virgil, and it's just plopped into my mind now, is there's a there's an episode where he's painting and he's got the most ridiculous cliche blue like artist floppy hat on i seem to remember do you remember that oh yes yeah that, that yeah painful. i remember that the 60s actually there's another blake seven um link on it because wasn't virgil voiced by oh, our friend uh, um, Del Tarrant. um dev tarrant yeah yeah. Our character in our very first episode. Yes, we mentioned yeah. that then, didn't we? Yeah, another Blake yes. Oh, well done, Ian. Well done. Hey. Hey. Yeah, so the tyres start to explode and Virgil loses control and his car's veering off and crashes. Um, again, another good uh, special effects moment. Uh, the fire flashes, nose drops, and we get much sparks as it grinds to yeah. a halt. Um Virgil's okay, still unflappable. He's he's okay. He's upside down, but he's okay. And uh, the emergency vehicles come in, don't they? They do. I do worry when the nose goes down and it it starts sparking and and vibrating, and because the only t- the only times we sort of see inside the craft, it doesn't look very safe, does it? There's no. Not, you're not sat in a seat with a seatbelt. You're sort of no. in a cocktail lounge with glass bottles <laughs> lining everything. Yes. So I do. I, I, I almost wish they'd have cut to a shot of the inside. Just ever, just chaos. Just absolute <laughs> mayhem. Everyone's legs up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That would have yeah. been good. Yeah. So that's our sequence over because it's not the end of the show. The end of the show is the yeah. you know the pursuit of uh, um, the hood and uh, being forced off the road by Lady Penelope. But that's uh, that's not what we're on about today. So that's that that's the end of our sequence. So behind the scenes, right? Do you know any of the behind the scenes? Um, I've read so much stuff that I probably have taken in a lot of, of facts by it. But um, with my absolutely chronic memory, I probably don't remember any of them. All right. Well, here's some for you. Okay. I don't know if this is true, right? It, I don't think so. According to uh, legend, okay, uh, Virgil's car crashing there was a mistake that was never meant to have happened but because it looked so good um you know jerry anderson uh agreed to keep it in but if that was the case there's then, multiple shots though yeah and it's not just uh, one camera angle yeah yeah but they've also then filmed you know the nose landing on the ground and all the sparks yeah. coming up and which is far more dramatic i think yeah, maybe and also what that, that 
that's those sparks that you know that that's not happening because it's running along the runway that's been designed and there's a spark generator yeah. and yeah so yeah i that sounds like um yeah bunk sort of fan hogwash yeah which i think you if, get a lot of in anderson shows don't you, you? certainly I, do yeah 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 perceived no, I, wisdom <laughs> i think if there's anything in it it wouldn't have been virgil's uh car but you know car number three which goes off yeah. on the first attempt maybe there was only ever going to be one attempt and then that third one crashed and then they went oh that looked rather good all right we'll do it that there's two attempts you know maybe yeah i tell because it's not like this was filmed by running those cars down a long runway and landing the plane on them and this is a rolling road and those are uh, yeah it it strikes me these these are too well made yes and well planned and well shot and well edited for it to be a i think that that sounds like a, a lou grade star you know sort of rumor where he would make up utter tosh about stuff to yes yeah tell the papers yeah, yeah. hmm Right, uh, the fire flash. It's it's seen in other episodes as well as yes, this one. Yeah. Um, do you know them? Uh, there's five. I couldn't give you the episode type. Five right. is it in? Is there's it what five. in background shots? Because I know there's yeah, another. Yeah. There's another story that it features in, which is where it keeps crashing into the sea. Right. I can't remember what it's called, and um, they the traces have to do some sort of spy thing. Well, that might be Operation Crash Dive. Ah, that sounds about it, yeah. Because yeah, that was yeah. on, on that was the second episode in the horrible compilation. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, well, I've got down here the five episodes, Operation Crash Dive, The Imposters, The Man from MI5, The Duchess Assignment, and Security Hazard. Okay? Mm. Right. Now, my next bit of information, I mean, very much... Uh, an awful lot of information comes from the internet, but it's always very nice to actually go to a physical book for a piece of information, all right? And in this perhaps, case... Perhaps my... we should explain what books are for our <laughs> modern listeners. Right, I don't the know if you've got thing, this... tied up the string. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if I've got it here. I don't know if you've got this book, Ian. If you, if you haven't got it, if, if you're a fan of Super Mario Nation and you haven't got it, I suggest you do get it. It's a book by Alan Shoebrook who was one of the special effects guys, uh, called Century 21 FX. Have you got it? No, I haven't. I uh, I used to have it. I had a, as, I, as I've mentioned previously, I, I used to, I've gone through two two times of being a collector of things. So I had a massive collection that I sold off um, to finance house moves and that when uh, I first met Anne. And then gradually I've been sort of restarting collecting stuff but being a bit more choosy right. um but the only things i ever i sort of kept from my uh thunderbird stuff was i kept all my do you remember sig magazine yeah i've still got all them yeah so yeah i uh, really good read um i've kept my in my uh, uh thunderbird 2 kit right that matt Irvin, uh admired um and i kept my uh my hood figure from uh, Sugar Smacks, to the figure with his hands up. Oh, uh, bless and that, 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 yeah, bless him. He's he's uh, he's on the shelf somewhere. I don't know where he is. He's hidden. Um, and that's about all I kept. But I did have right. a big collection. Yeah, and I had I had that book, and I had a couple of um, you know the 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 rare graffiti Japanese. Oh books yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I had I them mean, and sold them, and I've regretted yeah. doing it. Yeah, 
I regret getting rid of mine because they're now worth like absolutely stupid amounts. I know, I know. I, I, I keep thinking about maybe you know buying them back, and it's like I, my, my fear is you spend a lot of money getting it back, and then they re-release it for about you know a quarter of the price. That's my fear. Yeah. Well, I think then perhaps you should do that so that then I can buy the re-release. All right. Okay. It's a deal. All right. So yeah, this book. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do recommend it. It's written by Alan Shubrook, and it's using his own personal collection of uh, photos because he was a bit of a photographer in his spare time, and uh, just amazing behind-the-scenes photos of Derek Medding's uh, special effects workshop um, from Alan's time on Thunderbirds right the way through to UFO. And I'm on page thirty-six. Right. Right, And on page 36, not only do you have a, a brilliant photo of a, uh, a large tail section of the fire flash for firing its jet X, okay, I'm looking at it yeah. now, that, that bit of tail that's got, and, and the um, body, that's got to be about nearly 10 foot long, that has. Um, but no, the quote is from, and this is why I love practical effects, this is why I adore practical effects, he says... Right. Um, most of the main vehicles used throughout each series were moulded in fibreglass. That this meant duplicates could be made for use on several effects stages simultaneously. It also meant that the flying vehicles were hollow in construction, therefore reducing their weight when suspended from thin wires. This was fine until, as happened nearly every day, a wire snapped and the car craft came crashing down onto the set. Inevitably, an instant repair was required to ensure filming continued with minimal delay. On hearing the call, I would run onto the set, collect the craft, and sprint back to the model shop. On most occasions, there simply wasn't enough time to have mixed more fiberglass resin and repair the hole that had been made. Instead, we came up with the only instant solution we could find. We took a few chunks of plasticine and mixed them together to create a colour as close to the original as possible. Then we pushed the plasticine into the hole and smoothed it over with a knife. We then quickly ran lines across the plasticine to recreate any panel markings that may have previously existed. Now, how brilliant is that? <laughs> you know, That's just genius. That That's... On your spot, and I, I, I don't know if I can find them. I've definitely seen photos of Thunderbird 2 where you can definitely see blotches of different color green on its hull, yeah. which is clearly this plasticine method by Alan Shubrook. Yeah. But we're, we're looking at it and going, oh, that must be a different panel, or that must be... And yeah. It, yeah, just plasticine. It's an access hatch. I love, it's like, no, it's not. Know, I, yeah, I love... I love that, and you don't. You, you imagine on the CG one, it really. Well, we uh, one of the subroutines was putting this wing wrong. So what we did, we corrected the subroutine. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's not. There's just no romance to it, is there? Was no. that? That's as a as a uh, a kid growing up. That's the sort of job I wanted. Yeah. I want to be the guy we that runs on that. with the plasticine. I'll, I'll do it now. I'll yeah. definitely do it now. Yeah. Uh, what else have I got? Oh yeah. Um, this very first episode, the opening and closing credits uh, differ entirely from the rest of the series. Okay. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, I, now, I, I, like you, I've just watched the end for um, uh, this show. Um, but apparently the music arrangements are slightly different. Um, in the closing credits, the music for Thunderbird 1's first launch is used. Okay. Yeah. And and sound effects are used in the opening montage because you do you have a uh, Kirano scream, don't you? In yes, the opening that, yeah, thing, true. yeah. And the mole is not used as a standard picture in the closing credits. 
Is that because they didn't have it at that point? Or? Yeah, yeah, they hadn't shown it at that point, or they hadn't filmed it at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other little thing we didn't say, but earlier there had been a uh, a attempted rescue of getting a man on board. Um, who? Oh again, yeah, an, from Airport Seventy One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Airport yeah. Seventy One stole it and used it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Another one doing that. Yeah, and that was yeah. a terrific plane design. But yeah, the the guy that actually you know was trailed across the sky on a wire to try and get into the undercarriage. Uh, that character's name was Bob Meddings. Okay. Uh. Um, that was after art director Bob Bob Bell and of course Derek Meddings. So it's a merger of the two of them. See, I like that. I like little touches like that. Mm, yeah. So, and that's it. That's it. That's behind the scenes. So you know what comes next now. Yeah, the rating. Yeah. The rating. And? Um, but I, I I, feel I've, I've destroyed my um, my credibility and rating by putting Toka as death at 10. <laughs> I feel that I've got nowhere <laughs> to go from there. Um, I think we, we need to take the Toka a bit out. That was a, that was a, a rating of my love for it. Um, yes. This, I... I... It's interesting this because, again, it's not realistic. You wouldn't ever show anyone this, and they would think it's from a documentary you know, footage. Yeah, yeah. But it does the job. I would, I would go in a, a, a good solid eight. Exactly what I've got here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, technically, it's it, it's brilliant. Um, as we were saying, yeah. compared to other shows that are on um, um, at exactly the same time, and you know the. The special effects are brilliant. The, the sound effects are brilliant, and the music is brilliant. You know, uh, um, it's a terrific scene. But uh, yeah, an, an eight will do it for me. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's also it, it. It is weird as well that I will, and again we're back to what we were discussing earlier about fast forwarding. That as a as a as a whole, the program would have been less than an eight, I think, for me. Because you're, you're you're right, it's slow in places. The characterization is uh, lackluster, to say the least. Mm. But we watch it for these sequences. Everyone watched these episodes to get what's the big end sequence, and yeah. there always was, wasn't there? Always a big end sequence. You never had a duff um, one. There, there was always no. a, a thrilling end to it. Yeah, the, it, it was always. How are they going to? do this how are they because you know they they win every time mm. they're gonna do it but it's how are they gonna do it and it's i there's something about have you um have you ever seen the new one the new thunderbirds it's on sometimes TV. on saturday mornings and i um, i've never seen it i've never i've never had the inclination to seek it out and watch it well uh, i don't know whether it's i'm not, prejudiced I, I don't know i mean i mean i know people who are roughly our age and they enjoy it but I, I try watching it, and it's it's not Thunderbirds, you know. Yeah. It it, it just isn't, and you know, um, I mean, brains hasn't got a stutter, and it's like okay, maybe that was because you know for whatever reason yeah. now it's like oh you can't have people with stutters. I would have thought it would have been the opposite. You want to have people with stutters. You want to yeah. Show that you they want are... you want to normalise it. Yeah, yeah, you want to normalise it, yeah, yeah. Um, and and he's he's Indian now as well. I oh. don't know why. And he's got a daughter as okay. well, um, who lives okay. on Tracy Island as well. Hmm. Right. Yeah. See, I, I, um, I don't and know about children because they as well. Yeah. Oh right. 
like that awful film from the yeah, 2000s. That was a bad film. The, the amount of times this has been tried to be relaunched, <laughs> relaunched the the Thunderbirds. Because <laughs> um, you had, you remember uh, there was a cartoon show that wasn't really Thunderbirds, but they renamed it Thunderbirds 2086. Do you remember that? Was that the Japanese one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was. That was awful. And then you had the film version. Then you got this new, which seems to be popular. I mean, fair dues. Mm. People seem to like this new version. Um, I think they've they've tinkered with the craft for the sake of tinkering and and not improved the craft. It's mm. bizarre. They've not they've not tinkered enough to make it worthwhile that they've changed the design, but they've done just enough to make anyone that likes the classic old designs to go, ugh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it's the same with the... I've not seen any of the new Captain Scarlet. I've no... It's almost like Jerry Anson to me is compartmentalised and that's the past, and I'm happy yeah. that that's the past. Yeah, you put that very well. That's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's the 70s. It's yeah. 70s TV, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and I'm, us, I'm happy that's when for we that saw it. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy um, for it to be. There's certain things that are a product of their time. Like, I'm a, I'm a huge Dad's Army fan, and then the recent film they did, technically, it's fine, and it's got a great cast, but it's not dad's army. And I feel the same way with all these re attempts at getting, um, Anderson shows going. Mm. Uh, it's nice that, that kids today have got their own version, but you know what? Repeat the originals again. You're going to have another hit. You're going to have Tracy Island play sets selling out again, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't think there's any need to remake it. They could just show it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fine way to end the episode. So, yeah, yeah excellent. Thank you for your time. Uh, no Ian. problem. I've, I, I've enjoyed, enjoyed being this... eight years old again. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm surprised it's taken you this long to do Thunderbirds, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad you chose to do it with me. <laughs> yes. Well, I know that you're a fan. That's why I, I, I chose you for yeah. it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ian. I'll, I'll, I'll see no you problem. over on Blake no Seven in character. All right. Yes. Yeah, we're back back to uh, our discussing our other wooden actors. No, they're not. They're brilliant. We love Blake Seven. Come and listen to yeah, come and Blake have a Seven listen. character everywhere. Yes, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Yes, and if you right. don't, eh. <laughs> all right. Thank you then, Ian. Thank you, everybody. No problem, and, Eric. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thanks, then. F-A-B.